0: With Radio One, The Go News, Brian Fancher reporting. The Hardin County Board of Supervisors today will consider a contract for a bridge replacement project along T Avenue over Honey Creek southwest of Union. The Hardin Supervisors will also receive an update on the Summit Carbon Solutions Pipeline project. The Hardin County Board of Supervisors meet today at 9 a.m. at the EOC Training Room in Eldora. Jeff Hallbaker was elected last month to the District 3 seat on the Floyd County Board of Supervisors but he declined to accept the position. A committee made up of the county treasurer, auditor and recorder intends to fill a vacancy by an appointment. This committee will reconvene on January 2, 2023 at the Floyd County Courthouse with the intent to make an appointment to fill the vacancy. District 3 covers the northern and western portions of Floyd County. Eligible electors of District 3 have the right to file a petition with a county auditor requiring that the vacancy be filed, or should say be filled by special election. Those applying for the position must submit their application documents no later than 4 p.m. on December 28th to the Floyd County Auditor's Office. And for more information that can be found by going to floydcoia.org. Again, that's floydcoia.org. The annual Iowa State University survey released yesterday found the average price of an acre of farmland set a record again at $11,411. ISU's Win Dong John oversees the survey.
1: This represents a 17% growth over the past year, and this is really phenomenal because that when you are thinking about the, over the past few years, last year, 2021, Iowa farmland values rose. 29% already. And so this is a, a ramp up that is that we haven't seen um, since the 1980s, essentially.
0: He says the inflation-adjusted farmland value was a nearly 9% increase, which is also a record.
1: So in both nominal and inflation-adjusted terms, Iowa land values have posted uh, record highs uh, since we started collecting information in the 1940s.
0: He says overall medium quality ground rose the most at 17.7%, the high quality ground rose about 17% and the low quality ground rose 15% and each county saw an increase.
1: All 99 counties rose 10% or more. So it's all rose about between 10% to about 20, 20 some, 22%.
0: He says landowners are happy to see an increase in their land value, but do wonder how long it will last.
1: There are more growing concerns about the, the sustainability of the land market growth and also the elevated entry barriers for uh, beginning farmers and less resource to farmers to enter the market because of the uh, higher prices.
0: John says commu- uh, commodity prices are the number one reason those in the survey say land values have increased. The Iowa Farm Service Agency, or FSA, is offering a new approach to recruiting agricultural leaders who want to become county executive directors. Iowa FSA will open job announcements later this month of the county office executive director training pilot program. The goal of this program is to incentivize more candidates to compete for positions in the training program by reducing the relocation distance someone might have to accept compared to if they graduated from the traditional CEDT program. Under this program that is currently used across the country, candidates are expected to relocate within their state when the training program is complete. In Iowa, that could mean needing to relocate up to six hours away from an applicant's current location. The new Iowa CEDT pilot program breaks Iowa into four quadrants, allowing candidates to apply for positions that are closer to home, AND NOT REQUIRING POTENTIAL RELOCATION ACROSS THE ENTIRE STATE. FOR MORE INFORMATION, CONTACT YOUR LOCAL FSA OFFICE. THE MASON CITY AIRPORT COMMISSION MONDAY VOTED TO rebid THE PROPOSED NEW COMMERCIAL TERMINAL BUILDING PROJECT WITH THE BIDS DUE BY 2 P.M. ON JANUARY 12TH. THE BIDS WILL BE OPEN ON THAT SAME DAY AT 3 P.M. NOW THE BUSINESS, THE MASON CITY AIRPORT COMMISSION, RECEIVED INFORMATION THAT UNITED EXPRESS HAS GONE BACK TO OFFERING 12 WEEKLY FLIGHTS TO CHICAGO. The number had dropped to as low as seven as the airline announced several months ago of plans on leaving Mason City but were ordered by the federal government to continue serving Mason City until a suitable replacement could be found. Monday night, the Cal School Board said January 12, 2023, as the date to hold a public hearing on a resolution to redraw the director district boundaries. In other business, the Cal Board awarded a bid to Iowa Falls Glass to replace the windows in the southeast classrooms in the middle wing and the cal school board approved a one-year agreement with the katie business technologies for phone support on the district's phone system the hampton dumont school board today will hold a special meeting and will consider a recommendation made by the superintendent to change the language in the previously approved early retirement package the hampton dumont school board special meeting is today at 12 p.m and will be available to the public via zoom Today's guest on the Radio-On-The-Go Newsmaker Program is State Republican Senator Dennis Guth of Clemmie. We'll discuss his new district and what his goals are in the upcoming legislative session. The Radio-On-The-Go Newsmaker Program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ with archive programs available under the News tab at radio on the Rainfall totals around the area in the past 24 hours. What we have uh, received in Charles City picking up 33 100ths of an inch, Clarion 3 100ths, 4 Dodge 32 100ths of an inch, Iowa Falls 5 100ths, Kessley 3 tenths of an inch of rain, Marshalltown 36 one hundreds, Mason City 14 100 Waterloo 42 100 Webster City 27 100ths, and in Hampton at our studios 28 100ths of an inch of rain falling in the past 24 hours. The high in the past 24 hours at our studios ending at 7 o'clock this morning, 41 degrees and the 24-hour low as of 7 a.m. today, 33 degrees. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fancher reporting.